This is Bill After from OneWrestling.com, and I listen to the Board Wrestling Fan. Oh my god, guys, the intro worked. It worked. Board Wrestling Fan Radio episode number, I don't even know. <laughs> 230, uh, 238. 238, yes, you are correct. Oh, man. So I was out in uh, Binghamton, New York last night. And oh, I saw I'm this. Sorry. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, I saw this guy, and uh, he was headlining this wrestling show. And uh, he looked really, really familiar, but they kept calling him by this weird name. They kept calling this guy John Morrison. But he looked like Johnny Mundo, and he was wearing Johnny Mundo's T-shirt. You're not allowed to call him by his slave name. <laughs> right, exactly. Is that why you ripped off his T-shirt? <laughs> no. No, he wanted to get to the sweet absent. Some girl, some girl, like during intermission, he was in the ring signing autographs, and uh, the guy with the microphone is like, "Hey, Johnny Mundo, this girl over here wants to buy the shirt that you're wearing, just so you have to take it off." quote-unquote some girl yeah, some girl i don't know who the fuck it was yeah it could have been anybody right joe i mean anybody <laughs> this definitely wasn't wasn't a, a, a bearded fellow it could have been a bearded <laughs> fellow but it wasn't me <laughs> yeah so what are you gonna do with your shirt <laughs> i actually didn't spend any money at all last night Actually, no, that's not true. I spent two dollars on tolls. <laughs> that's a cheap shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're on the way what to this. What did you actually buy there, Mr. Kent? I didn't buy anything. I oh, spent two dollars. What did you spend it on? Tolls. Getting there. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I misheard. I thought, he I took, thought... Go ahead. He took, a, he took quite a few shots to the mouth. <laughs> oh, that's how you paid for the shirt. Totally. No. <laughs> We're on the way to... If it'll uh, if it, if it give, it give me a couple of miles down the road, it's worth a shot in the mouth. <laughs> if, you, if you know that where that came from... I get that reference. Kudos, kudos to you, because you know... I don't want to know people who don't get that reference. There are people who don't, okay? Hey, man. Browsers gets a lot of hits. <laughs> yep. On the way to the show, the only thing I knew about this show before I left for the show was that uh, Johnny Mundo was headlining, and yeah. so we go and uh, uh, the guy that we're going with, he's like, he's like, oh yeah, you know, uh, Matt Cross is gonna be on this show, you know, Son of Havoc, like, oh shit, okay, this is gonna be a good show, and then I started looking up the lineup, and Gregory Iron was on the show, like, holy shit, all right, cool. <laughs> Which I talked to Greg, and he said he will eventually make up that interview. <laughs> well, he's got to he's got to answer his phone and not keep sending us the voicemail. Right. <laughs> Maybe he can get us Taylor Hendricks' number. Maybe. <laughs> sexy time. <laughs> it's always sexy time when G and JT are involved. Mm-hmm. And how. And again, if you want to watch that video. <laughs> <laughs> Brazzers. I was going through my DirecTV last night for the first time. I thought you were going through Brazzers. 
Well, I was going through I was going through my Directv last night. I think there's a a Brazzers channel on Directv. <laughs> I saw Brazzers. I was like, holy fuck! I can pay to watch Brazzers on Directv. <laughs> you could pay to watch Brazzers on the internet. I'm sure. <laughs> well, no, I can just watch the videos on free for, on the internet. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's on the network. Yep. People pay for porn. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's there's like actually... pay for wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a pay for your porn movement. She's serious. Yeah. <laughs> Who's spearheading that? Get it? Spearheading? Is it Larry <laughs> Flint? I don't know. There's I follow some of them on Twitter, and they're all like, pay for your porn. Oh, uh, okay. Well, you know, I guess everyone's got to pay the bills. Civilis isn't going to cure itself after all. Come on. <laughs> Shit, I work at Syracuse Water. I don't go pay for your water. <laughs> if we shut you off, people turn it right back on. So, whatever. So, are you suggesting that they should shut down the pond? No. No, yeah. he's he's suggesting you keep getting your porn for free. Yeah. Because, like that, you said... That implies that porn is more important than water. <laughs> In some countries. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I sorry, I made a bad pun. I should go back to my home in who's in Canada. Should go back to Canada. Well, did we put a wallet? <laughs> it we wasn't done. It. I, I, I was just up there last week. It wasn't done. Oh fuck! We'll have to kill you now. <laughs> Come hang out with us at the club. In in uh, in Quebec, it's known as Le Fuck. <laughs> Uh, good times on the ice floor, boys. <laughs> yeah, I did my uh, my uh, Ephraim Maria impression last time I was at the club with Le Fuck right all over. <laughs> I'm kidding. I was just murdering baby seals. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I went there. I'm a Canadian. Fuck off. Yeah, G goes clubbing with baby seals. Not with. <laughs> he, be, he be clubbing? No, no, he clubs baby seals with other baby seals. I think that's, that's right. what Joe meant. It's Pretty actually much. kind of fun, Mark. Just try it out. It's really effective, too. It's like a two-for-one special. <laughs> now with added baby murder. Yay! <laughs> that's a happy topic to start a podcast off on. Totally. Murdering baby seals. Yep. Oh, well, speaking of happy topics, if you'll bear with YouTube for one moment. And coconuts, you want to be a bitch up? You know what? The only thing I didn't get, I didn't get a tree for you to climb up and down like a monkey, like you want to do. You want to be a bitch up? I'll get you a tree next time. You want a banana? Have a banana. What do you want, man? Am I making fun of you? Whoa. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Uh, the coconut to the head, rest in peace. Mm -hmm. Rowdy Roddy Piper passed away one year ago today, folks. Indeed. Had to get a little uh, a little coconut to the head action for our, our fallen homies. Indeed. Damn right. But it's a happy show. It is a we'll, happy we'll show. We'll remember the good times. It, it, we will. Like the the half blackface. That was a good time. <laughs> 
Indeed. I was I was listening to the show from a year ago where I uh, I was possessed by Stone Cold Steve Austin in the second half of the show, and uh, it was right after the Hulk Hogan uh, racism thing, and it's like Roddy Piper's half pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know something, Mean G. <laughs> I do know things. <laughs> Do you know why kids love the taste of cinnamon crunch? Um, that's what I had for breakfast. Oh, this I can't really disclose that on <laughs> online. It's a secret. It involves me, my penis, and self-made jizz. <laughs> is, it all jizz is it all jizz self-made? Because we all produce it ourselves. Oh, we have a plant. Ah, Canadian. <laughs> So, uh, you guys, I, you guys really like our uh, maple syrup export, I hear. <laughs> Freshly squeezed from a quote-unquote tree. Well, we, we do have Jim Beam does have maple syrup flavored bourbon. So, you guys gotta have some maple trees in, in New York somewhere, right? Probably. I'd imagine. I know it's completely off tandem or topic. Sorry, going on, but uh, yeah. Oddly enough, it's our flag, and yet, really, you only find them in a small part of Canada. So, but because the region is identical, if you want to get all geographical and shit, soil stuff, pull out your atlas, kids. It's uh, it's pretty similar your region, in southern Ontario and Quebec. Good old maple trees. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I take it there weren't any maple trees at the wrestling show or your vacation on JT. There was a wrestling show at my vacation? What the hell? Where the hell was I? I think he was referring to I the wrestling show I went to. Canada. <laughs> or Canuckle Stand, as you guys call it. <laughs> you know what? I always go up there and forget to buy a Canadian flag. God damn it. <laughs> By the way, Excite Pro Wrestling. Creed is not a good thing to play before your damn show. I don't know why Creed has a greatest hits album or why somebody who works for you bought it or why one of you thought it was a good idea, but it wasn't. When you are with me, I'm free. Well, what's wrong with that? Come on. There's, this big, there's, this, there's this, this big guy walking around with a microphone, and I said, dude, can you do something about this Creed music? He's like, no, man, this is mine. And then he walked back around again, and I'm like, wait a minute, are you Scott Stapp? And he says, yep, you got me, I'm Scott Stapp. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you about, let me, let me tell you about, about Jesus and, and while I'm drinking some beer. Then he told me he went to the Creed concert and Scott Stapp sucked. <laughs> yeah, Scott Stapp has sucked since, probably since he was born. <laughs> I don't know. Show was good. I have nothing to add. <laughs> the show was good. I could have just done without the hour of Creed before the fucking show started. That's actually really rough, come to think of it. Any any band in particular is a bad idea to play for an hour. When you have a mixed demographic of an audience, you, you really don't want to do that. doesn't matter who that band is, man. It can be the fucking Beatles or Metallica. It doesn't matter. Right, no, it's I not. agree. 
So did you punch him? I did not punch him. Did you choke him out with the Johnny Mundo shirt you bought? <laughs> no. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Next time. Beer. Uh, I wish I didn't work Sundays. I'd be drinking right now, too. Beer. Well, I've been basically on like a nine-day binge because basically that's all I've done the last week. I've done All I've done the last week is since the last show. Since the last show, all I've done is drink and eat. So... Must be nice. <laughs> like yesterday was, I went so long without drinking. I'm like, I got home finally at like six o'clock at night. And before I had dinner, I had a beer. <laughs> Let's see. I've had one beer all weekend. <laughs> so yeah, slow weekend. Fighting. Totally. So what was the best match of your show, JT? (laughs) 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 You do. It was Virgil. Virgil was involved. Virgil was involved. Right? It's JT's show we're talking about. Virgil was involved. Okay. And yeah. Sure. He he did a he did a run on a run in on a JT Hogan match. Uh, JTG was the special guest referee, and uh, I don't know. Maven fan was in there somewhere. I'm sure. I don't. Well, Laura Moore. Laura Moore wrestled Maven fan in a two and a half hour Iron Man match. <laughs> that was the whole show. Yeah. Somehow ended in disqualification when Nux ran out. <laughs> Craziness. I, well, I did not attend any any wrestling shows or go camping in Canada. Actually, I was going to go camping, but kind of fell through. Unfortunately, that sucks. So I went to a place called the Falcon. Yep, just like the fucking alien from Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Seriously, man. And uh, they have a bunch of Star Trek shit there. And I'm not really a big fan, but my like, God, what the fuck? It's a couple hours outside of my city. I've been kind of wanting to go there for years because they have some stuff there that we kind of need to see. So I went for a road trip and got, got some pictures of their Enterprise statue, which is rather large. And they have a, a brass or a bronze statue head with a, um, what do you call it? The, the Vulcan peace sign deal hand imprint so I got that check that out alright pretty nerdy for Star Trek in that town so naturally I brought along some Star Wars figures and I took photos of them in front of the Star Trek uh, Enterprise because you know accuracy Oh, that 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 was um that, those, that was your legit pictures. I saw those. Yeah, I, I took like, those. I took that I shit. Was some, I thought someone just like fucking meme that shit, made nope. that shit up. I, I someone did me. <laughs> I'm like, I was laughing out loud taking them. I'm like, this is just stupid. I love it. <laughs> and I got I got a couple of the the classic figures in there, and you know, I just thought uh, it would be funny. And it was. I laughed. And that's the important thing. Me. Me! 
fries with cheese. Oh, it's kind of neat. I don't know. I don't know if it's something you'd want to go out of your way for. I, unless you're a really hardcore Star Trek fan, I guess. For me, it was an excuse to just go for a drive and kind of wanted to do that. I've been, it's been a little while since I had a nice little road trip. And, uh, yeah. There you go. And then I had a coffee and went home. <laughs> <laughs> I actually went and got some culture this weekend. I went and saw the Buffalo Philharmonic Orchestra. And they were playing nothing but David Bowie songs. Which was, uh, the, the, dude, the dude that was singing was just spot on. I really did well singing those David Bowie songs. And then after that I went to a metal show from with some band from like New Orleans or St. Louis or some shit like that. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> I see the joy at the metal show I run. <laughs> that was last weekend, but yeah. <laughs> oh, you think you know it was last weekend? No, it was the last night. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> no one did laser tag and go-karts and mini-golf. Like, we were we were supposed to do three laser tag sessions and a go-kart session, but by the time it was time for our last laser tag session, they're like, you guys are the only people here. Are you sure you want to play laser tag? <laughs> like, you can trade it. We'll give you another round of go-karts or mini-golf or whatever you want to do. We did that one. We did mini-golf one night at, um, like, like 9 o'clock, and they closed at 10, and they were like, um... We we close at ten o'clock. You really want to do this? We're like, yep. <laughs> uh, it was it was like around midnight that we were supposed to have our last laser tag session, and the, we're like, you know what? We'll take mini golf. And they're like, okay, well, you guys can just play until you feel like going home. Uh, we close because they close at two. So we got you know we did the three. Uh, they have three nine hole courses. And we did those and took off. They got to go home early. Went to a bar and there's this drunk guy. First he's doing push-ups. The next thing you know, he's like falling off of his bar stool. So. Well, yeah, I don't think we're supposed to do push-ups on top of a stool. That's kind of dumb. <laughs> no, he did the push-ups on the floor, and then ten minutes later, he's sitting on the bar stool. Next thing you know, he's back on the floor. He like fell off, hit his face on another bar stool, or something. I don't know. I didn't even see what happened. He looked like he was having a seizure, but then he got right back up. So I have no idea what happened. Now. Crazy. Yep. Drunk people falling over. Yep. Every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Standing time. <laughs> yep. That's that's what the show is sometimes. With my sober ass sitting here like, damn you guys, I have to work tonight. I can't drink. I think it's just JTU's drinks on the show. Probably. JT and Coaster. Look, Coaster does. Yeah, but he's not here. So, where is your god now, JT? <laughs> I don't know. Where is your running mate, Joe? He should be <laughs> here. He should be campaigning, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he said he had to do. I wasn't paying that much attention. <laughs> like, oh, it's Coaster's. Fine. Coaster's not here, and Noyce said he's not going to be here, so... Great, we should have a short show. 
I could turn the AC back on before I got to do that other audio thing with the Drow Goddess later. <laughs> I mean, it's with Think So Joe is back. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you get a hundred. No, million. no, it, it's with Drow Goddess, so it's gonna be too. It's gonna be longer than this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Uh, it's uh, there's 120 minutes with Think So Joe every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Eastern on the All WNY Radio Radio so Network. What the, what the fuck were you? Why? Why the fuck do I get keep getting tagged into that shit? Like all of a sudden Wednesday night, I get messaged with fucking weird messages in the middle of your guys's conversations uh, I don't during know. the show. Hey, I don't. I don't control what she does. That's that's all. That's yeah, all. I, I'm not even listening. I'm just trolling. So that's all, Laura. Yeah, she, I, she's I wasn't like even listening either. And I'm just she's like, wait, is that on right now? <laughs> Like I knew it was on, but I'm like, what the what the fuck am I getting tagged in again? She's just likes tagging me and shit. It's like <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm reading these uh because we're on the air and I clicked off of Twitter for a little while and uh my co host for this past Wednesday was uh the owner of the station and he goes, Hey, by the way, you're blowing up on Twitter right now. And so I went on I went on the Twitter and there was like fourteen notifications and it was you two <laughs> And and uh, Maven fan Laura, and she's like, she's like, oh, you know, like I don't remember what she was saying, but she tagged you guys, and she's like, oh, is that on right now? I didn't even know. Like he's just going with the flow. <laughs> but, well, I actually know it's on. I just I'm not listening because you know. Right. Trolling. Right. I was busy busy playing video games. It was important. <laughs> Serious business, yo. <laughs> Actually, I, I think I was. I don't even remember for sure what game I was playing, but it was important. Of course, it was. All video games are. All video games matter. Racist. <laughs> there was an all. There was a all lives matter rally or something around the corner from my house last night. I don't know. I wasn't here, but. Uh, oh, you were too busy there. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was, you know, three hours away, but I guess, like, it was peaceful, and then one of them hit somebody, and then, like, a fight broke out. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Like, like, okay, Buffalo, you guys have fun with your little white power rally. I'm going to be mm-hmm. off in Binghamton. <laughs> both of those movements are very problematic, because there's a bunch of fucking bigots in both camps. Absolutely. And it's, it's unfortunate, because I, I don't think... Well, I shouldn't say the majority because I don't know. I have no stats to back it up, but I like to believe in the goodness of humans. I like to think I'm one of the very few bad ones out there. And uh, at the end of the day, at least on the show, not real. I used to think that, and then I went outside. There's an outside now? <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's an add-on to Pokemon Go. I thought it was just a subreddit. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of a lot of fatalities. Hope you got some free free lives out there in Pokemon Go. Well, it's just ugh, fucking I, ten foot pole, man. I just try to avoid that shit on on social media. It's it's like politics and religion generally. It won't end well. I agree. I agree completely, and that's why I was like, okay, fine. Like that's that's fine that that's going around uh, that that's going on like two blocks from my house. But I'm not gonna be home. I don't want anything to do with it. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, that's the that's the wise move is stay away. Yeah, let them have their little, you know, rally or whatever. I'm sure people will be there protesting and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And and there was, but, you know, when they do it here, it's just like a giant meat monster, and it's like, look, look at me, I support this. Yeah, I support. It's like, okay, yeah. And I'm not, you know, you know, you know, I, 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 and I'm saying this basically not trying to be racist or nothing. I get the whole Black Lives Matter thing. I think the All Lives Matter is a little thing's a little, it's pretty stupid myself. And I get the All Lives Matter, but I think it's like you, you guys said, it's, it gets a little, it's getting a little too out of hand now. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of things getting out of hand, there was like 10 hours of wrestling this week. Yeah. We don't care about that, Mark. <laughs> hey, all wrestling matters. <laughs> I, w- I was on vacation, so I don't give a fuck what the hell. I didn't have TV for a fucking week. <laughs> and the well, first thing well, I first thing I see in the list here is non-spoiler preview for NXT from this past Wednesday. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Wesley Blake. I believe the match was... Uh, was uh, Kota Ibushi against Buddy Murphy? <laughs> no, that was later. Was it? I don't know. I'm. I'm think I missed like the first <laughs> oh, ten minutes. Oh no, you're doing it to Asian wrestlers now. I was gonna say <laughs> we just got past racism, and now you're saying all no, Asians no, 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 no. I, white people. Look I did. Alive. I didn't see a sh- the Shinsuke Nakamura match <laughs> because I missed no, like you did. the first. You just thought it was Kent- You just thought it was Kota Ibushi. <laughs> Kota Ibushi wrestled on the sh- on on NXT and wrestled against Buddy Murphy. Russell later, later in the show. Okay, but I so because I know they were talking about Shinsuke Nakamura and Wesley Blake, and I think I must have missed that match because I tuned in. Late. It wasn't long. Okay, it so yeah, that's because I didn't watch it. I I missed that match then. Yeah, it was a short match, dude. But the Kota Ibushi match is not listed in this list here, so that's where I got. Confused. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, I'm not even sure if it was fucking taped for this originally. I don't know. Brothers in NXT, and some dude called Rob Ryzen. Yeah. Terrifying. You could almost say it was terrorizing. Might. But we won't. No. Especially not around Boss, because you know, Glass. You know. Well, the the episode was okay. I mean, it wasn't. Caliber-wise, of course, it wasn't what you wanted to be like it was a year ago. But NXT still manages to give a decent spotlight to a few decent wrestlers. I, I like the TM61 guys. I hate their name. I'm, it's not growing on me. But as as you know, as it is, perhaps they can re, re, uh, brand those guys or whatever you want to call it, rename those guys if they do decide, decide to call them up. Oh, that name's just too, it's too, I don't know, it's just weird. It's awkward. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. But it is what it is. And it, oh, what was it? The, the crowd was chanting um, for a Bushi. It sounded weird, too. I Bushi or some shit. It's fucking, that crowd is really annoying. <laughs> Oh, well, they're probably racist like Joe, too. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) 
So you know, nobody actually saw that. Who uh, who watched that pay per view that actually happened a week ago? Believe it or not, I know we always like to forget that. I watched the pay per view. I watched it. So how many times did you come in your pants when Bailey came out? <laughs> just just the ones. <laughs> yeah, it usually takes me a half hour to get my strength up again too. Obvious mystery partner is obvious. It was only temporary. Obvious mystery partner is obvious. Yeah, I really it, wish it was Naomi, just so I could have heard the reaction. Oh, there's always that possibility with with when these spoilers get out on whether it's the internet or whatever. But quite frankly, our, our, our other alternative that we discussed last week would have been Nikki Bella. So be happy and smile. Right. <laughs> tits McGee will come back another day. <laughs> Possibly with bigger tits. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I want her new finishing move to be involved like with them. Sort of like a clothesline, but with tits. I think that could work. I think so too, actually. If Naomi and Asuka can ram their asses into people's faces as a, as a finisher, I can buy a tit smash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like a shining wizard, but with tits. Mm-hmm. Hurricanrana with tits? <laughs> That'd be pretty funky. Oh, it was a good match, though. It was all right. I don't know. The pay-per-view overall was kind of what we assumed it would be, like... Not that important um, in a lot of ways outside of kind of setting up the road to SummerSlam, if that's what we call it. Or what, I, I don't know. The, the skidoo path on the ocean to SummerSlam, does that work? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I what do we got? We got the Wyatts, and I, I once again won my predictor and got all these matches correct because that's how predictable it was. Fucking crazy, but except for the double, double DQ, that was... Oh, that's the exception. The Wyatts won. I didn't really watch that match. Anybody watch that? Yeah, I watched the yep. whole show. I don't remember a damn thing about it. The only thing I missed was Ento Amari's promo, which made oh, God. the best thing. Yeah, you missed the best part of the show. I need to re-watch his promo because right when he was coming out was when I got into that dead zone where like, I can't watch streaming video. Like, I heard the promo, but I think I missed a part of it. I think he missed his dance moves. Yeah, that I definitely missed. And then when he was he was um, getting into John Cena's personal space, I guess is a better way to put it. <laughs> that was great. That was, I don't know if it was his best to date. Uh, you could make a case for it. You certainly could. But hands down one of his best I, I don't think um, I don't even think how much I, it's hard to tell how much of that was planned it really was just the way the way some of the reactions were big casts uh, kind of almost came across in a way that that it, it, it he might have added a little bit there and it started off with the don't eat yellow snow I'm sure that was scripted but then don't look anyone in the eyes when you're eating a <laughs> <Yeah>. banana <laughs> Yeah, n never do that. Don't wear Crocs. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah! 
But I really, I think, I think, I think the line that I, I'm not going to even attempt to quote it word for word because I'm only able to remember it from paraphrasing about the dentist and kicking the crap and then picking the teeth out of the crap, and he goes down and picks it up. That was great. That was just <laughs> that. That's how you. That's how you like follow along that line of having a PG show but still having good promos. And that that I got to give props to that. That was really well done. And then the best match, I don't know, but you guys, for me, the one I one I did watch, I guess the ones I didn't watch could have been better, I don't know, ignorant. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, you know? You oh, yeah. Knew, Definitely. knew they'd have the best match, but you've seen it so much that you're kind of like, ah. But then you watch it, and you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I just came again. It's been a half an hour. <laughs> and this is, why you, this is why you watch Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn every time they're in the ring, because they always wow you. doesn't matter. They've been fighting for... 15 years now. <laughs> Back when Kevin Owens was uh, a lot thinner. Yeah. Natalia defeated Becky Lynch by submission. The Miz and Darren Young went to a double disqualification. Uh, Cena, Enzo Amore, and Cass defeated the club. And because AJ Styles totally had to take the pin against John Cena. Uh, and Dean yeah. Ambrose retained the title against Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, which set up for Raw the next night. Right. Which wasn't shocking at all. When, you know, in a lot of ways, uh, probably for the best. But you forgot one other thing. We had uh, uh, Mr. Cheeseburger himself drive through on the highlight reel. That was actually not terrible. Oh, that's right. I forgot all about that, but yeah. The veiled job at uh, Brock Lesnar has probably got the most attention out of that. Oh, one. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Which was scripted. It's in the news, but I'll spoil it. Whatever. It was scripted, apparently. I mean, and if, if we, we know this company is vindictive, we just know it is, and we've seen it so many times. In fact, we saw it in the opening segment on Raw. There's a segue for you. The shampoo fuckboy, man, did he get belittled by Stephanie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then he was still put in the main event. <laughs> That's true. But he lost said main event. I know, but from a kayfabe perspective, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it does. She spent because... five minutes saying the guy sucks; he's a massive loser. But fuck it, he's still in a, he's still in a match for a title contention, whatever. <laughs> well, for from a competitive standpoint, he was going for the title the night before, and the guy, the other two guys, one is of course can't be involved. <laughs> it's on the other show. The other guy is the guy who the winner is facing. So if you have someone to replace the other guy who should be the most eligible to face him, being Roman Reigns, getting defeated, um, that it does actually make sense in a KFL bubble, I would argue. No, from a from a character development and and other side of it, I totally agree with you on that yep. uh, point of view. But from like a, who's you know fighting stats are ranked level twelve or thirteen with you know stat drops and and all of that fun stuff. 
you know, I, I, I kind of, I, I, again, I agree, but I, I totally see it from the other point of view as well. So, but whatever he lost, and you know, the the internet went nuts, and sure, why not? That was that was a pretty fucking good episode of Raw when all things were said and done. It really was. I can tell from the excitement in your voice. <laughs> I'm just really fucking tired. <laughs> I know. I agree. It was a good episode of Raw. Everybody's talking about that that uh, dude that got beat up by Braun Strowman with his offspring dude, tattoo. His name is Ellsworth. Ellsworth. James Ellsworth. James Ellsworth with his uh, offspring tattoo. It's the one thing I remember about him. <laughs> and his promo. And his missing chin. Yeah, his missing chin, right. There was other local talent on that show. Uh, Britt Baker. Job to Nia Jax. Because, you know, jobbers. Because she's fat. <laughs> sure, why not? Well, she she what do they call her? They're they're called um, BMWs. Is that right? <laughs> I think I got that right. Yeah, I, I that match was so short. I I kind of remembered it like an hour after watching. I'm like, oh yeah, I know. Nia Snacks was on the show. Holy shit! <laughs> the only reason I remember is because I was like, wait a minute, I think that chick works ESW. Uh, the the local promotion here in Western New York. I'm like, I swear that chick works ESW, and it's like her name's Britt, and she looks oh, like they this chick. In Buffalo. They were in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Buffalo was the next no, night. They were in Buffalo. SmackDown was in Buffalo. Don't argue with oh. me. I'm in Buffalo. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Raw was in anyway, Pittsburgh. Raw was in Pittsburgh, and I'm like, I swear that chick works ESW, and I know she's from Pittsburgh. I know her name's Britt, so I'm like. I'm asking my friend Shannon, like, hey, was that, the, did you watch Raw? Was that that chick that comes out with John McChesney at, 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 at ESW? She's like, oh, I didn't watch Raw. And I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to find out myself. So I started, like, looking it up, and I found her on Twitter. And, yeah, sure enough, like, I've seen this chick as a heel manager here in Buffalo. Hmm. So, hey, local talent. It's awesome if she actually gets to wrestle on, on like, the biggest show and on the Indies she has to work as a manager. That's fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah. That's great, eh? Well, here, here she works as a, uh, as a manager because we don't really have a lot of uh, women's wrestlers uh, wrestling for Empire State Wrestling at the moment. Uh, so she's been working as a manager. But I'm sure she works a lot more down in, in like, Pittsburgh and, like, around the area here. Oh, that's cool. Good for her. Unfortunately, the internet didn't give a shit about her. Right. Well, that's because the other guy was there. The well, James not just, Ellsworth. Not just him. There's, there's the Sunny Boy as well. Got a lot more. Oh, Sunny Boy. Yeah, Sunny Boy. And uh, somewhere, you know, Stan Stansky is trying. Yeah. Uh, he he was fun. I mean, it was it was a good bit. They gave him a mic. He likes to cut promos, as you said in interviews later. And he did a good job with it in the time he was allotted. Actually, he probably did a better job than at least half their roster has over the last year or so. Kudos to him. Yeah. He had two hands, which means he had a chance. Right. <laughs> oh, this is bet. And I like him better than Braun Strowman. It didn't take much, actually. Just about a second. About yeah. a second, I believe. <laughs> 
That was a pretty jam-packed show, though. We didn't even talk about Sasha winning and all that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Women's Championship changed hands on Raw. And she cried. Like the internet. The internet wrestling community, I'll shed a tear. That was... You're right. It was a jam-packed show. It was... There was so much going on, and... I mean, obviously, I think that was the biggest thing was Sasha winning the women's title. New era, new champion, I guess. Mm-hmm. Got the announcement of the new title, the Universal uh, Studios title. Yes. I uh, I was I, I was watching Raw on my phone on my way to work, and I ran into my buddy Brandon, and he was on his way home from work. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go home and watch Raw," and I'm like, "Well, you know, I'm not gonna spoil it for you." And he's, uh, but then we were. Uh, I think it was still the uh, the four way was still going on with uh, Finn Balor, the first one. Um, and so I was like, oh yeah, okay, they're having like two four way matches, and then the winners of those are wrestling in the main event, and they're gonna go face Seth Rollins for the new Universal title. And he says, oh, is it gonna be defended in the Impact Zone at Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida? <laughs> like. Dude, I didn't even that didn't even cross my mind. Like, how the hell did I miss that? <laughs> hmm. So. So yeah, it didn't take us long to find out what they're doing with the world titles. <laughs> Cuz they never made any kind of announcement about it. They just kind of were like, "Oh, the title's going to come to SmackDown." No, the title's coming back to Raw. So it was, you know... It, well, it was sold as a reaction to not having a title. That was kind of how they explained it on the right, show. Right, right, right. So we got up a title. That was the intro. I mean, it was easily forgotten because, you know, Roman Reigns getting made fun of it all. That wasn't there. No, I know it was. I'm just saying it was... It, but it was, you know, before Raw, it was like, well, what are they going to do? Are they going to have two titles? Are they going to have one champion on, uh, across both shows? Or... Right. And Tune in and find out, Joe. That's exactly it. Yep. So what else we had? New Day, yada yada. Oh, poor Neville. Yeah, forgot about him. Yeah. Like most of the world did too. Much like gravity. <laughs> there you go. This champion match. And what did Neville do? He had a match with uh Mr. Uh, Royal Rumble himself, Curtis Axel, still in it. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Mr. Mr. Irrelevant Curtis Axel. <laughs> because he was picked yeah. last. I was mad about that, and then someone explained it to me. Michael Cole explained it. Sports. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean, Mr. Irrelevant? And then they're like, oh, that's what they call them when they're the last ones picked in the draft. Like, oh, okay. I guess that makes sense. Still kind of mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It should be. It should be an honor. To be, he's getting acknowledged by Michael Cole. It's an honor. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you guys think of them moving the the the, the desk back to the uh, Nitro broadcast position? I just hope those guys get to sit down. I'm sure they do. There was no chairs, were there? Yeah, there no. was, but okay. yeah, they were behind him, facing the desk. If you okay. for him, I wasn't paying. I was like I said, I was watching on my phone. 
wasn't paying that much attention. But I yeah, just that was... also hope the Spanish announce table is still down there so someone can go through a table. I'll just have to drag them up to the top. It happened in 2005 when they had it up there. Or whatever it was. Probably happened five times a week on Nitro. <laughs> no, well, Nitro, it always happened that the NWO would come up and just tip the table over. <laughs> like, they'd come up, take over the broadcast booth, cut a promo, and then, like, tear the set down, basically. <laughs> Like, hey, it'll save us time. You guys just destroy the set. And then we'll just pick up the pieces and throw them in the truck. Look at the adjective. Pieces. <laughs> that was basically raw, but we didn't really miss anything, I don't think. And then we had uh, SmackDown. Was... Well, we missed the shiny start. No, we didn't. We missed nothing. Yeah, we didn't miss anything. We got SmackDown Live. Smackdown Live. Yeah. Smackdown Live in Buffalo. I did not attend because because everybody I wanted to see got drafted to Raw. You Except passed for... up a chance to see John Cena in person. <laughs> I always pass up the chance to see John Cena in person. What about AJ Styles? <laughs> Is you... he not your favorite wrestler? I wanted, I would have gone for Becky Lynch, Bray Wyatt, and American Alpha. And American Alpha didn't even wrestle. So it was like now next week. Yeah, they they debut next week. I'm like, okay, I'm kind of glad I didn't go to SmackDown because you know Becky had her match and Bray had his match, but American Alpha didn't wrestle. So half the guys I actually wanted to see on the SmackDown roster didn't wrestle. So it's like okay, the show was okay overall, and I found out that. I found out that the day after mine and JT's birthday, Raw is going to be here in Buffalo. Who cares about your birthday, though? It's Raw. It's way more important. Well, Enzo and Cass on the new day. I get to see them the day after my birthday. Oh, go that's buy if, tickets. That's if they're still on Raw, then. Right. By yeah. then, they're going to get they're going to get traded to SmackDown. You should tweet Enzo, and he'll slip a birthday reference into his promo for you. <laughs> he might. There you go. Nah, I don't think he would. <laughs> Probably not. We go play. So, po- wasn't po- America Alpha in the Battle Royal? No, no, no. They weren't, were they? No. Hmm. Yeah, the thing that stood out to me in the beginning of the episode, actually, a good, it was a good SmackDown. It's just going up against what we saw on, on Raw. Of course, it's going to be lackluster, or at least. But it was uh, them talking about everybody getting an opportunity and getting this battle royal match. All the women standing out there, like, um, <laughs> yeah, what? that was. <laughs> I, I know, right? That. that was. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm watching this and I'm like, please not Baron Corbin, please not Baron Corbin, please not Baron Corbin, Baron Corbin. He's the king, He's the king of battle royals. That's the only relevant thing he's done since he's been on the main roster is won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal at WrestleMania. Then he feuded with Dolph Ziggler for six months. On the pre-show. On the pre-show. <laughs> oh yeah, Dolph Ziggler won that. Yeah, I don't even remember the... <laughs> Remember, they're re, 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 re pushing Dolph Ziggler. 
Yeah. Yeah. Is that the Cruz, deal? Cruz He's won the Royale, dude. Who did what? I don't even remember, man. Like Paulo Cruz. Paulo Cruz won the Battle Royale? Okay. It isn't isn't Ziggler the number one contender. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah he won the final match. Oh, okay. Right, but uh, he had to get you had to get put into the six pack challenge. So it's get into oh, the yeah, yeah, battle royal. So the uh, the guy that got called up after WrestleMania that we like, who hasn't been doing anything since won. So at least we got it that it wasn't it wasn't Corbin. That's right, because they announced the f they announced the five guys for the six pack challenge, and then said, "The rest of you are in a battle royal, and that'll determine the sixth guy." That's right. Right. Okay. I vaguely remember that now. They all had the X Pac challenge match, and then JT started a six pack challenge of his own. Right. He had already won by that point. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saturday I did. Was it Saturday? No, no. It's Friday. I did drink ten beers and a shot of Jack Fire. If <laughs> if WWE was nothing but six pack challenges, JT would be the uh, WWE World Heavyweight Universal Champion. I, still I was going to say, don't, I thought you were mention a six pack challenge championship. I was going to say, don't give impact ideas. Yeah. <laughs> I still have. I still have my undisputed title. Thank you very much. So I am still the undisputed champion. <laughs> six pack challenge. He never got beat for it. Uh, brother I know Becky Lynch wrestled on Smackdown and I think she won <laughs> I oh, yeah, Becky too. Balboa Becky Balboa baby that's right <laughs> always gotta get a chance to get him in there actually before that was the uh, I missed it I heard about it after no, I didn't. I heard about it before, and then I never actually saw it in the episode. It was um, some random black guy is coming back. Shit. <laughs> oh, is that the gold standard? Oh, that's right. I actually heard about that afterwards because it wasn't on the version I watched. I was like, why is everyone talking about Shelton Benjamin coming back? <laughs> well, maybe it's possible. I didn't have it on my version either. I was wondering about that, Mike. Yeah, I saw. I actually... I, I saw the. I saw it. On the USA Network, so I don't know. If... I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he's only appearing in America, and he'll never cross the border. Maybe. Ain't no stopping him now. Unless you're a border patrol guard. <laughs> <laughs> and then Alexa Bliss did her little bit after the Becky Lynch match. That's Her right. Mella came out, and then fucking That was garbage. And Carmella. I kind of like the Eva Marie thing. It was just missing uh, a talented wrestler. Corey Graves. Yeah. Well, it's easy to hate on her because she sucks, but that was pretty awful. I don't know. I didn't. I kind of liked her for a minute, not even a but minute. Then it a just second. Kept going. <laughs> it just even even within its own bit, it went too long, and I'm just like, God, I'm gonna get sick of this real fast. Before yeah, it was over. I, I hope they don't do every week. But we're going to, because she can't wrestle for shit, so her entrance is going to be what we see over and over and over again. Like Cesaro saying over and over and over and over again, over again, over again. Kill me now, please. 
All right. But this is why I record this shit and fast forward. So, so here's here, here's basically uh, what we need to know is SmackDown has a uh, SmackDown only pay per view backlash taking place September 11th. Uh, let's see. We got the six pack challenge: John Cena, Bray Wyatt, Dolph Ziggler, Baron Corbin, and the winner of a battle royal, which is Apollo Cruz. We talked about that. We did. Uh, let's see. Redundancy. Kane was in that match. Kane was there Kane too. Was there too. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Shelton Benjamin's coming back. Yeah, talked about that. We're actually at the Miz TV segment. Uh, skip ahead. Dolph cut a promo. Becky beat Natty. I'm I'm on my way there. I'm getting there. I'm scrolling down. Oh, that's who she wrestled. Oh, I'm already ahead of you, man. We're at the IC Miz versus Randy Orton. Viper. Con- oh yeah, that happened too. The- and then Rhino came in and took out Slater later. Forgot about that. Oh yeah. Okay. Orton on Miz TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Orton was on Miz TV. Then they had a match, and Orton was like the whitest fucking guy on the roster, even compared to Sheamus. Like, what the fuck happened? He was he not allowed to tan when he was rehabbing his arm? Just looked weird. I don't know. I I thought Sheamus was whiter. Yeah, you're probably right. But Orton was pretty damn white. I saw I saw a talking Sheamus figure. I mean, um, Rocksteady figure at um, Walmart today. Did it say fella? No, it didn't say fella, but it did have the accent. <laughs> Heath Slater took out some jobber and then got taken out by Rhino. And he, let's see. And that was it. Dolph Ziggler wins. And Dolph Game Ziggler over. wins. Yep. Okay. Dolph Ziggler that was wins. Hello, well. Okay. Now, whatever. Yeah. It was an okay show, but uh, like you said, compared to Raw, was not, you know. I was surprised by the shitstorming that JBL got. It wasn't that bad. You know, it's funny because like, we had new announcers on both shows, and quite honestly, I fucking didn't even notice. I think I'm totally conditioned to just blocking that shit out at this point. Probably. I, I think it, you know, that's kind of shitty because I, I like uh, Moro's stuff a lot, but... It took me half just, the show to figure out who the hell the other announcer was with Mauro Ranallo and JBL. It's David Otunga. It, yeah. it did take, also take me a while to recognize his voice. Good. It wasn't just me. I'm like, who's that? Like, who is the other commentator? And then I, there was just one point where he said something. Like, oh, it's Otunga. Okay. <laughs> Cruiserweight Classic was on Wednesday. Zack Sabres Jr. took on Tyson Dukes. Drew Gulak. I still need to watch last week's one. Drew, uh, Drew Gulak defeated Gurv Shira. Uh, Anthony Mark Bennett. Shira's in the Cruiserweight Classic. <laughs> Excuse me, Sira. Sira said that wrong. Said that right. I said it wrong. Sira. Anthony Bennett versus Tony Nese and Michael Sarah's wrestling in the Cruiserweight. Classic. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, and Raul Mendoza versus Brian Kendrick. The Brian Kendrick. I think, I think it was a good episode. I don't know if you guys watched or not. I, I did. did. I did. I, I agree. It was also, I was gonna say it was really easy to figure out who was going to win all of these matches, though. Pretty much. Well, next week. Yeah, is... looking at this, it seems to be a game of do you recognize the name? Pretty much. If so, that's probably who's winning. Well, the funny thing is, uh, I recognize all of them. Because I, I watched that preview show. Well, right. But, uh, Tyson Dukes. If, is... I, if, if I hadn't watched it, though, Sabre, uh, Tyson, Gulak, Bennett Nice, 
Kendrick. So six out of eight ain't bad. Tyson Dukes, I uh, I've been watching for fifteen years. Yeah, good old Canadian boy. Yes, he is from London, Ontario. Uh, and almost made it to WWE. They were talking about that in his uh, pre-match promo thing. Um, yeah, the shitty thing about that match is like you're going up against Saber, and it's like, fuck, oh yeah, Zack Saber Junior is one of the yeah. <clears throat> well, apparently, most of them have been offered contracts anyway, so maybe he is in there. It's possible. Maybe he's like 40 though, but I guess Benjamin's 42 or some shit. So whatever. Yeah. And I haven't watched Ring of Honor in quite a while, but we have the non-spoiler preview with... Ring of Honor still on TV. Jay Lethal took on Kyle O'Reilly. Moose, who's not with them anymore, Will Farah <laughs> and Cheeseburger took on Caprice Coleman and the All Night Express. And we had War Machine versus Bob Evans and Tim Hughes. Well, to be fair, by the time episodes with uh, Moose and TNA are he'll be in WWE. <laughs> He'll be winning the Cruiserweight Classic as a late entry. <laughs> He's just gonna come in and take out both the guys in the final. Uh, no, no, he, he's coming back to SmackDown. They signed the wrong black guy. <laughs> they got John Laurinaitis back in talent <laughs> talent relations. It's like he signed the wrong one-legged guy. That's the story. Yeah. Moose is going to walk into WWE and go, Vince is going, well, Bobby, welcome back to the company, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the wrong, wrong black guy. <laughs> uh, what do you say we do a break Moose song? Yeah. Break song. Break some. JT picked one. JT yeah, picked one. one. Of course nice. I did. Once I saw it was me. Actually, it was funny. I was just thinking about it this morning, and the song came on my iPod. So, um, this is no no story about here. It's just you know what. This is for our good buddy Francis Foo. This is the Foo Fighters. This is off the um, record store released "Songs from the Laundry Room" EP. It's available on iTunes if you want to download it. Um, it's uh, a cover song. It's called "Kids in." It's their song, cover of "Kids in America." And here it is, Board Wrestling Fan Radio. We'll be right back. Looking out a dirty old window Down below the cars in this city go rushing by I sit here alone and I wonder why Friday night
Hello everyone, this is Bill After from OneWrestling.com, and if you're a bored wrestling fan, I suggest you order my book, Is Wrestling Fixed? I didn't know it was broken, and maybe you'll get unbored. You know, driving to the wrestling show last night in Binghamton, somebody said, oh yeah, I mean, I know wrestling is fixed. I said, I didn't know it was broken. I said, and it's the guy that books all the big names for the local shows around here. And I said, hey, you should get Bill Lapter. I don't know if he actually heard me say that, though. I'd actually go and buy a physical copy of Apter's book if he was around to sign it. <laughs> oh, you shouldn't invite him back. Certainly should. I think I did a pretty good job with that interview, other than the uh, karaoke bit at the end. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see, where the hell are we? Uh, let's take a trip to JT Land. Yay! Prepare to be boarded to death. Uh, um, here, actually, it's funny. I actually remembered one of the trivia questions from a couple weeks ago, since it was our the band was our break song. <laughs> The question I was going to have was about the Foo Fighters. Ah. Um, when the first... Okay. The first Foo Fighters record came out in 1995. Can anybody name anybody who played on the record besides Dave Grohl? <laughs> Virgil. Pat Smear. No. Actually, it was just Dave Grohl. God damn, Joe. <laughs> J.C. Masters. J.C. Masters of uh, Dinosaur Jr. played on it. Well, technically, technically, Joe Joe got the right answer. It was technically just Dave Grohl. Record, Dave Grohl's the official record one that... he What Dave Grohl wanted to do was just record a record, do it by himself. Yeah, but J.C. Masters played on it. I had that album. It's the only Foo Fighter album I like. Don't cut me fucking, off. Uh, oh, what's that drummer's name? The really fat guy, Tad Doyle. I think he played on that, didn't he? Joe, gee, you ruined it. <laughs> Joe got the right How answer. How did I ruin it? You asked a question. He's like, who played? Well, the answer is not just Dave Grohl. He's wrong. You're wrong, Joe. <laughs> Actually, Dave Grohl, out of his own mouth, said he recorded. The, he, he did the whole album himself. Yeah, man. I just watched that Foo Fighters on a, documentary. On a four-track. A four, four and... um. I know he was only part. gonna put. He was only gonna put. He was only gonna put it. Put it out as Foo Fighters, and not have his name on it until it found out he was recording it, and then the record co record company made him put a band together. So I'll, I'll give. I'll Pat give it. and shit like that came in. Yeah, I'll and give both. Alanis I'll give, drummer. I'll, I'll give it. Well, Alanis's drummer didn't come in until the second record. Oh, who was the first drummer again? It was. Uh, was it? Bald? I don't remember. Back I don't. Or... No, I don't. Re I don't remember the first drummer, but he. He. I. But. That was part of the reason why he he left the second he left the, because Dave Grohl basically played the drums on the second record. But I'll give I'll give it to both G and Joe because you know what G is usually thorough with his fact checking. So I've got to say I could be wrong, but I I could have sworn Masters played on it. I got to double check that. I, I I just I was watched under the impression for the last twenty some odd years that it was just Dave Grohl recorded it on a four track. <laughs> There was uh, there was a Foo Fighters documentary, and uh, if you guys at, ever at all listen to my uh, Wednesday night show, 
Uh, one of the segments is because I don't watch movies, Brian picks three movies and I have to pick one and I have to watch it. And a couple of weeks ago, that was my movie was uh, the Foo Fighters documentary. And uh, that was I, I do recall Dave Grohl saying the Foo, first Foo Fighters album was just me. So I don't I don't know. G could in uh, G could indeed could be, be wrong. Right. It happened once. Well, he he could he could G could be right because the simple fact is that they could be played they could they could have played on it but not been credited. Right. You know you know it's I'm not gonna and I'm not and like Sam that's where I'm gonna squash the I'll give you both. Oh no! I the only performance by an outsider was guitar part on Ecstatic provided by Greg Dooley of the Afghan Wigs. Ah. But yeah, that I, that was one I that was the one I was gonna have a few weeks ago, but I completely completely forgetting. To, I, I wanted to ask that one for a while, but I completely forgot. And I, I, I was gonna the rule was supposed to be Joe. You were supposed to wait because I knew you were gonna you were gonna be the one that knew. Right. That it was him. Yeah. I mean, I I literally just watched that documentary like two weeks ago. So that's yeah, that's I, why I've I. I've known pretty much the whole time the band's been out. I think that was right around the time they fired the they swapped they, they swapped drummers. Was I think that was around the time when I found it out. Is like yeah, because he played all of the instruments on the first record. So, and he played ninety percent of the drums on the second record. So that's why he the, the drummer left because he wasn't getting. He thought he felt he wasn't getting credited enough. So, and that's right. how that's how Taylor Hawkins came in, who was the guy from Alanis Morissette's band. Right. Who, by the way, here, gee, you can't answer this question. What was she dubbed in the early nineties when her first two records came out? Before Jagged Little Pill. She had two records before Jagged Little Pill, and she was dubbed this before in the early 90s. Oh, Alanis Morissette was just called Alanis. Well, she gee, I said you're not... Terrible pop no, no, music. Gee, like, gee, gee you, you ruined it again. It was, it was he said you weren't for, supposed to answer. It was supposed to be for Mark. supposed to answer because I knew you were going to know it. <laughs> but she was dubbed this. I thought you said she would know this, so you're asking me a question. Sorry, man. <laughs> no, I said I said you're not supposed. You can't answer this one because I know you know this one. The answer to this one. Ah, uh, you can't but, do that on Board Wrestling Fan Radio. They, okay, I will. <laughs> I, 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 I want to give Mark, Mark and Joe a choice to answer. She was dubbed this in the, after her for, when her first two records came out. The next, the next, blank. And since she already spoiled it with pop, it's a pop. It's a pop artist, so. I have and no she still idea. Still is somewhat relevant today. Madonna. No. Brooke Hogan. <laughs> Brooke Hogan. <Close. laughs> um. G, do you do you know the the, the answer? Cindy Lauper. No. G, hello. Do you you do you know the answer, or are you thinking? I'm not allowed to say. Well, <laughs> I, okay. I I wanted them to have a chance at a first. Now 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 it's all up to you. Uh, you can you can answer it now. I, I declare you can answer it now, G. Well, I don't know how well you guys are aware, but um, she was actually known as the next Brian Mulroney. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. No. Um, she, I, I watched because I because I used to watch much music, and they used to have all these spotlights, and they had her on one of them in one of her performances on Much Music. She was dubbed the next Paula Abdul. Mm. Scary as it was, but yes, Miss. You ought to know. Um, was was a little teeny bop pop dance dance around whatever you want to call back in the early nineties. Well, that explains why they had that video with the animated moose. 
<laughs> I didn't see that one. Much music goes to forgot that one came out. <laughs> All right, so let's do some Virgil tweets and some chic shit. 20 bucks, little man, so I can pretend that I have fans. Money and power, I have lots of both on my mind. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, second second beer burp. Second it it beer. was funnier with the pause anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's how it is. It has a pause. Oh, okay. Alright. I've been a part of... Hashtag despite what you might have heard, I have been a part of every major wrestling angle between 1987 and 1999. He's kind of right. Yeah. He was involved in Hulkamania. He was part of the NWO. Well, he was a part of the... the, uh, Well, yeah, he was a part of dethroning Hulkamania. The only thing he wasn't part of was the Montreal Screwjob. Yeah. And, and and Austin versus McMahon. True. That's two things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going Chipotle tonight as I got sick fuck money coupon, a.k.a. food stamps, <laughs> I'm taking my nearest and dearest. <laughs> this chick named Chi-Chi just gave me a bag of pancakes as a gift. Honored and blessed for this shit right here. <laughs> this is making me feel really bad for him now. <laughs> Fuck money don't come easy breezy. Man, I know a few Olive Gardens in Philly that could settle this shit over breadsticks and meat sauce. Hashtag Dems in Philly. (laughs) The Universal Fuck Money Championship has got a good ring to it. (laughs) The Shield's friendship began with meat sauce. Hashtag WWE Biogram. The the rest of these are all from WWE. I think that's a Tumblr fan fiction. (laughs) These are these are all these are all battleground treats, okay? Mick Foley looks more homeless than I do. Enzo da- Enzo dances like a gif or gif, sorry, gif. Choosy moms choose gif. Um, <laughs> who wants Jerry? Who wants to bet Jerry Lawler will be engaged to Renee Young by the end of the night? Now her name may be Young, but she's too old. <laughs> <laughs> Mojo Raleigh cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> You know, before you get to the chic, I was we were driving last night. Where we go, we drive by this place called Virgil's, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, everything in there costs twenty bucks, and it's all just old, stale Olive Garden breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. All right, good night and Pokemon. Go fuck yourself, Vanessa Carlton. I go a thousand miles to break anybody back that don't like your song. <laughs> <laughs> Sesame Street, I break the stuffy, the snuffy neck. Sesame Street, you break my heart. I learned the English from the Bob. I suplex the big bird if I ever see him. I don't know what this is all, why he's pissed at Sesame Street, but what the world needs now is to go fuck yourself. Russia need the Nikolai Volkov to protect the email. <laughs> Iron Sheik for president. And this one's from me. From the from, this is my chicism of the week. I play the mini golf like the jabroni rice crispy dick the Virgil, and I did it twice and I still played like the jabroni. Even though I got a hole in one the second day, I was the first one to get a hole in one. Hooray for JT and I both playing mini golf in the same week. <laughs> I played it twice though. JT won. Yeah, I'm sure he did. If he got a hole in one, <laughs> Addy played twice. Yeah. You win. 
Two-time, two-time champion. All right. Are we going to move on, or do we want do we want to do kayfabe, or... I don't know. Is there a, how, how's the news feed look, G? Uh, it's... I... Well, it could be longer. Because we did... I did do extra stuff today, so we don't have to do kayfabe news. I did do the qu trivia questions, so... I got, I got a little bonus thing in my hip pocket for uh, right. my section. Um, Bella's uh, synopsis actually finally came out, believe it or not. I know it seemed like it was in our notes for a couple of weeks, but it really wasn't. It wasn't there. <laughs> but it's not now. Yar! We have Yarrow. anything in... Uh, does Noise have anything in his Cantonese corner this week? No. No. Okay, so we... Hey, hey, you forgot about me. Coaster <laughs> stuff with Coaster Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're pretending to be someone pretending to be someone. <laughs> I wish I was somebody, somebody, somebody. <laughs> All right, with that. <laughs> Whatever the hell this is with G... Well, that that's um, it looks like a cat made out of ground beef, dude, and that's awesome. That's what that is. Uh, I thought it, looks it looked like a, it looks looks like a pig picture? to me. Yeah, yeah I thought it looked picture? more like a pig. It looks like a pig to me. I I see a cat. Yeah. Anyway. Joe, we uh, all the breakable things. <laughs> you know, I've been following this American election shit, and uh, like all of us, cringing. And then I, I came across this candidate that I, I'm just shocked isn't getting a lot more attention. So I want to encourage everybody to have a listen to this fellow's uh, issues. His name is Todd Mack. And he wants to bring the derriere to the White House because America needs more mac and cheese. <laughs> and, and you sometimes just can't make shit up on the Internet. This guy is from Wisconsin. Um, known as the city of presidents, but there's never actually been a president from the city of presidents. Go fucking figure. And, and I'd just like to point out that when G says derriere, it is not what you think of when you first hear the words dairy, uh, the word derriere. It's actually two separate words, dairy air, that he's trying to bring to the White House. Just so you know. Cow asses, right. Um, right, exactly. Cow asses. So, you know, I think he's an independent. I don't know. I, he might be crazy. Here's his issues. You tell me. Issue number one is ISIS. Now, Todd Mack is a believer of security through strength. There is not a stronger person in this world than professional wrestler John Cena. The best part <laughs> is you literally cannot see him. According to his 2005 platinum album titled You Can't See Me, John mm -hmm. Cena is a powerhouse of the highest caliber, and with his support and help, ISIS will have no other option and have to surrender. <laughs> Issue on the economy. John Cena must release a new album. As we all are aware, 2005 was one of the highest periods of growth and economic stability in American history. Todd will bring John Cena to the White House and demand to know why he has let his country down by not releasing a new album in the years since. Todd will begin negotiations with John Cena to get him into the studio to work on a follow-up to his 2005 platinum album, You Can't See Me. The sales from this follow-up album alone will sure, are sure to dig our country out of debt. You guys are okay. laughing. This is what it really says on his website. Immigration. 
America is the greatest country in the world, and it's no wonder immigrants are desperate to come here, despite the rules and regulations we have in place for an orderly process. Todd plans to follow in the footsteps of his two most recent predecessors and work tirelessly to change that idea in the minds of immigrants. They'll stop coming here if they no longer believe America is the greatest country in the history of the world, which it is. But the immigrants will no longer believe that. To accomplish this, John Cena will be asked to move to Papua, how do you say that again, Papua New Guinea, for a short period. This will create the impression to immigrants' minds that Papua New Guinea is the greatest country that God has ever created the spinning space rock with, not the USA. <laughs> of course, once the tide of immigrants shifts to Papua New Guinea, John Cena will be required to return long before <laughs> the rest of the world forgets how utterly amazing we are. So it's right. like in South Park where they convince the homeless to move. Pretty much. They move them to California. <laughs> this is, yeah. <laughs> I have to. But taxes. This... Taxes. Todd <laughs> believes that a modest 15% tax rate on all sales of John Cena's new album should solve the national debt crisis, close up the Social Security Trust shortfall, and fix the rising cost of Medicare, as well as fund all future projects for the foreseeable future. You guys are laughing. This is what it really says. Veteran care. We can argue and debate in a healthy and thorough fashion about when where and if we should send our troops to war but under no circumstances should we ever fail to care for those veterans when they return home these men and women are our brothers and our sisters fathers and mothers sons and daughters our neighbors our co-workers our employees and employers to fail them is to fail america todd will not let this happen notice not john, john cena reference i was that's where he fucked up that's where you slipped the marine in. just saying finally National defense. Todd's plan for national defense consists of two key components, John Cena and an active program to create a working Iron Man suit for him. <laughs> this guy is legit. Joe is not lying. I am actually not lying, I know. I yeah, I was reading along with you. You're you're absolutely 100% true in in what you were reading. G, G, uh, G was not making this up. No. It's it's amazing that that this exists and this guy actually has these issues. So go figure. Well, here's so fuck Jeff, fuck Joe, vote for him. Here's more. Here's more about this guy. On March 24, 1984, Todd spent his junior year of high school in Shermer, Illinois. It was there that he fell in with a rough crowd. He was given a Saturday detention for taking the principal's car apart and putting it back together on the roof of the school. Then Todd came down with an awful Holy sneezing. Shit. Todd came down with an awful sneezing sickness on the date of his of his detention and had to make it up the following Saturday. He still wonders what he missed. July 21st, 1969. After traveling all over the country with his cousin's band, he was chosen to travel to the moon. He knew more Americans would vacation there if only there was a golf course on the moon, and he's <laughs> vowed to get that done for America. May 30, 2007. Todd grew up idolizing Evil Knievel, and one sunny day in May, after a few spotted cows, he decided to follow in the footsteps of his childhood hero and attempted a trial of human bravery. He dedicated his jump to the Isthmus of Madison on a, ma on a motorcycle, or decided to jump the Isthmus of Madison on a motorcycle. Uh, in preparation for this historic jump, two 400-foot ramps were built on Lake Monaco, uh, excuse me, Lake Monona and Lake Mendota to complete his jump. 
After his heroic feat, Todd said touching the tip of the Madison State Capitol building was the most thrilling experience of his life. I'm voting for this guy. I want this guy for president. Me too. You should. He truly is an American hero. I'm going to go buy his t-shirt. It says, Todd Mack has your back on the back of it. (laughs) Todd launched his political career by interning with President Bill Clinton. He became best friends with Monica Lewinsky and often reminisces of their many late-night runs to McDonald's. (laughs) I was going to say, does that mean he sucked Bill Clinton off as well? Special sauce, my friend. Special sauce. (laughs) News! Special meat sauce. News is a stupid I was just going to say, I actually found out what happened with Sesame Street. Uh, They fired their human characters. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, one of those dudes was like 84. Yeah, Bob Bob McGrath, Emilio Delgado, and Roscoe Orman have been released. They've been future endeavored. I was going to say, Sesame Children's Television Workshop wishes them the best in their future endeavors. <laughs> News uh, is, 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 is. Like, you, you don't, you don't want a Mr. Roper on your hands, though. Sam. <laughs> News. Oh, trying to be funny. The dude was 84. Yeah. News is, 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 is stupid, sexy Flanders. Kudos to AngryMarks.com, FuckShamus.com, Joe NeverSend, GBarkley.Liar, BritCuntsNews.Z's, DailyWrestlingNews.com, FindTripleH'sPenis.Edu, MenExtend.Joe'sBrokenPenis.com, NoiseReadsCantonese.org. Liar! <laughs> Joe's AJ style fan page dot angelfire dot JP extra dress ruffles dot fat guy dot problems prepare your anus dot edu I wish I was a little bit taller dot net dot com dot ussr coaster needs more beer dot gofundme dot com fix dixie, dixie carter's eyes dot kickstarter dot uk daily is the bullet club going to debut soon thread don't piss maven fan off dot fl dot gov unnecessary joe can't facebook status updates dot eating a sandwich dot fuck jt's never sober dot tout dot com use daniel spoons dot biz joe fucked up live dot always jt's uh, single jt match dot com joe reads singlejt.match.com Joe reads whatever we put here dot co.nz discount heat emporium cheapheat.com and of course spatula city spatula city spatula city and a friendly reminder of some stupid shit you didn't care about in the first place which is interesting because that is the first story yeah Vince Russo buries Finn Balor and WWE's booking uh, Balor defeating Roman Reigns and Rusev was the fla- was the nail in the coffin for me, says the guy that booked David Arquette to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, bro, it's never been done before, bro. After t- after tonight's Raw aired, I came to the sad conclusion that the professional wrestling business as we know it is dead. The new era is officially here, and the gen- the genre that many of us enjoyed and supported for decades upon decades is never coming back. Bro, gone forever are the days of unique characters, compelling storylines, and fights that actually look real. And here to stay are the days of middleweight, at best, beating not one, but two heavyweights on the same night in matches that told no stories and looked more like Swan Lake than fights. When Finn Balor was booked to to defeat the likes of Rusev and Roman Reigns in the same night, on his first night, this was the nail in the coffin for me. I never believed that I would see a powerhouse like the WWE cater to the smallest audience with the loudest voice, the IWC. Tonight, they won the war. It's over and done with. The casuals can now officially give up any and all hope. Sorry to interrupt, but wasn't that his booking philosophy? To book to the IWC? (laughs) Bro, what we're gonna do, we're gonna take the casual fans 
and we're gonna take the 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 hardcore the IWC fans, and we're gonna we're gonna take those the, the script for Raw, and we're gonna put it up on a poll. <laughs> well, he basically, I'm surprised he never did that. <laughs> yeah, and, and whoever wins that match, that's what they're gonna get. Anyway, somebody really needs to explain to me who these male adults are in the crowd that are acting like freaking ten year olds. Who goes to watch fights that they know are fake, but yet they chant, This is awesome, with every choreographed spot. Who the fuck are these people, and what the fuck is wrong with them? I assume he means fuck, because they were he censored himself for some reason. Then these same morons are mimicking Finn Balor's every move like it's freaking Halloween, and they're him for the night. Man, these are adult dudes, and I'm looking right at them. Who are you? Who the fuck is you? What the fuck is your life? <laughs> Somebody snoring? Yeah. Wake up, Sorry. Vince Russo's talking. <laughs> you dudes can't have girlfriends. What women would put up with this type of pre-K behavior? Elaine dumped putty when he <laughs> Elaine dumped putty when he painted his face for a devil's game. Imagine what she'd do to these bozos who do the Olay singing when that cabbie dude hits the ring. She's she's be hiding she's be hiding under her freaking seat in embarrassment. That's I, that's what he said. <laughs> Is this your cool or your way of being cool? Is it? Bro, man, get a hobby or better yet, a freaking job. You can't have kids. None of you can have kids. Please say you don't have kids. I better go to bed before I get myself in any more trouble. Go Yankees, bro. (laughs) We're going to take Jay-Z. And we're gonna take the reanimated corpse of Notorious B.I.G. And we're gonna have a. We're gonna take a Yankees hat. We're gonna hang it on a pole. (laughs) <laughs> Fucking no. <laughs> oh, fucking Vince Russo. The guy who booked David Arquette to win the WCW World Heavyweight title and then booked himself to win the WCW World Heavyweight title is complaining because people are rooting for smaller guys. And the guy who actually wrote in the script this is all fake right uh, <sighs> he to smoke more weed Vince Russo has a wife and kids and he watched wrestling for his whole fucking life he was a fan before he was a worker for WWE writing for WWE magazine and all that shit that he did before he was the head writer Because yeah, I totally well, believe a Japanese... Flyer came out and said basically the same type of sentiment. He was kind of upset with Ballard one as well. We have... I guess we're supposed to hate him now too. We have... Hey, Robo G. Static G. Yeah, I... <laughs> I did see that thing from Ric Flair, but I did enjoy that he embraced it by saying even a, even a cruiserweight could win this title. <laughs> Because he's, there we so, go. he's giving one That's away. better, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, seriously, this is like, this is like the old folks that are saying, "Oh, Pokemon Go is for virgins without jobs." Well, it's not just old folks. There's a lot of young people that hate it too. I know, but I remember it's the old folks started playing it. It's a demo is uh, higher than uh, what is it, the Gen Y or whatever, the Millennial generation, your yeah. generation. You're yeah. a millennial. I'm, I'm not. I missed it by, I missed it by three years. Are you a millennial, Mark? I believe I technically count as one, but I would never call myself one. <laughs> well, well, god damn! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even th- 
that is an insult. That's just wrestling has made it seem like they are. But whatever. JT, you fall you fall under the uh, general. Wow. You're general. I'm the same generation as you, G. Well, there's like I, I just missed the cutoff, so I, I can't remember. Well, I, I I guess um from what Static G is trying to say, <laughs> yeah, it's back um, again. Aren't you guys old Gen X? From what from what I from what I know, Generation X. Actually, I think we're technically Generation X because I think Generation X cuts off in '78. Which yeah, that that I, which I I'm just finding out that I was Gen X. I thought we thought it was the one after. I thought I just missed it, but I guess I guess we're we're we hit we just missed the Generation Y. Is is my uh my shit still ecstatic with Greg Julie? A little, no. you got you're oh. a little bit where we can understand you better. Okay. I, I uh. Like, up really? Yeah. I thought Gen X was the nineties. I I own a Degeneration oh, yeah, X that was, T-shirt. That, that's, the te- that's the teenage. That's the teenage. That was teenage to young adult in um in the nineties. That's that's what that meant. Which yeah, is, I'm wearing flannel right now. So that means you're a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> or a lumberjack. Hey, I'm a lumberjack, and that's okay. <laughs> Bailey made her WWE pay-per-view debut, and commentary noted it was for one night only, and she's heading back to NXT to try and beat Asuka for the women's title. I'm okay with it. Whatever. Yeah, same here. Yeah, it's pretty fun. She'll come. She'll come up after Takeover. I'm sure. You she'll know be... where she's gonna probably go to. It's gonna be SmackDown. Probably. That's where they need they need her on SmackDown because that fucking division is pretty thin. They don't yeah. need to have a championship. I think they only have one face on that fucking show too, isn't it? Just the one. It's Becky yeah. Lynch. No, Becky Lynch and Carmella. Yeah. It's, I guess Carmella's a face. I don't know. I think the... Carmella's a face, but no one really likes her. Uh, it's hard to tell what we got on on the one episode too. What we're gonna do with her? Right. Oh, I don't know. You you're probably right. She's probably gonna. I guess that was a face promo. It just seemed very minimalist. I get uh-huh. the idea that they are turning Naomi face too, just from that small bit on SmackDown. But I guess we'll like you said, we'll wait and see. Yeah, that's a good. Point. Oh yeah, she came out and did the whole "You've never even wrestled here. What do you think you're doing?" Yeah, which is generally a face thing. She yeah well she uh, and it was against Alexa Bliss who was the first one out to right. talk about uh, Be- uh, Becky Lynch who is the clear face right. right yeah that's the only one that I think no I mean that's why I made that point I mean right Eva Marie is clearly a cunt right <laughs> so she's not even a heel she's a level above even a heel yeah. For those wondering, Randy Orton did not go off script. We said this earlier with his no enhancement needed line about Brock Lesnar at Battleground. It was written for him that way. Pointless. Which was, uh, that, that was the running joke, too. It's like Mr. Wellness violation himself, right? Yeah. <laughs> the Orton rule. Yeah. That's, irony is awesome. Pointless fact, Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor is the lightest WWE pay-per-view main event ever at a combined weight of 407 pounds. When you're throwing the demon paint, it's probably about 420. Right. Uh, Enhancement talent on Raw, Nia Jax's opponent on Raw was Pittsburgh independent talent Britt Baker. Braun Strowman's opponent James Ellsworth was pretty Jimmy Dream. Sonny Boy from the New Day segment was independent talent Mustafa Aziz. (laughs) 
Jinder Mahal has reportedly signed to return to WWE as part of the Raw brand, while Kurt Hawkins has signed to return as part of SmackDown. Yes, yes, yes. Don't hint at Jinder. <laughs> That's what they're saying. They, they're going to bell him from India too again, I know that. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, the Dudley Boys have renewed their WWE contract. Reports that Charlotte requested time off when she dropped the title to Sasha Banks are now being refuted by sources in WWE. A women's title rematch has been added to SummerSlam. Sasha Banks will defend the gold against former champion Charlotte. Yeah, it was the claim that she dropped the belt on Raw because she asked for time off. Yeah, oh well, whatever. I'm sure that'll be a good match. That's not a bad deal at all if she's going to have the SummerSlam payoff. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Alberto Del Rio has a happiness clause he can exercise in September if he's unsatisfied and wants to leave WWE. But reports say that he can't make the big money he's making in Lucha Underground or Mexico, so he'll probably stay. Plus, he's fucking Paige, so he's probably pretty damn happy. Yeah. Bastard. <laughs> WWE's second quarter 2016 earnings call recap, none of the growth from last year is being credited to WrestleMania 32, which fell in this quarter. Uh, revenue increased 32% to a record $199 million, which is the highest quarterly revenue in company history. WWE Network achieved a record of 1.52 million paid subscribers on average, up 25% from quarter 2 2015. It's actually kind of impressive. It is because it, it says that's not just WrestleMania because that's compared to the same period from last year. Right. Yeah. Unless last year WrestleMania was in quarter one. I don't remember. Uh, I take that. It's by is it isn't it January to December that they break it up like proper years? I think I don't know. Uh, when's the cutoff? I don't know. I don't know. I I I have to fact check that. Yeah. But that, that but, is pretty impressive for them to get 1.5 million paid as well. Yeah. Especially since I'm never paying shit, but nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were having trouble with that 1 million mark about a year ago, so that that's... There was a time we thought 1 million was the maximum they could ever get. Yeah. But they're crawling up. And the, that point you say about the, the WrestleMania in the quarter, I'm assuming this is all accurate, so we'll just pretend that it is in case I'm wrong, because fuck it. Um, did WrestleMania 31 fall in that quarter? Because I swear we were talking about this a year ago, and it was then 25. That's not 25 percent up. That would be like 50 percent up or some shit. 1.5 to them. I don't know. Whatever. Stock talk. We don't have any of that this week, so we got to get some money in there somehow. Suffice what did Vince say? Making it rain on these bitches. There you go. <laughs> Well, Vince says that the brand extension is working extremely well right now. It's yeah, too... one week. One week. <laughs> it's, yeah, I know, right? It's too early to tell if the brand extension is increasing network subscription, but they are excited about the split and hope it will improve business across uh, all across the company. They have 150,000 hours of content on the WWE Network, but aren't sure if all 150,000 uh, 150, hours will ever be available. Um... They will have 6,000 hours of content on the network before the end of this year. I think what that means is they have 150,000 hours overall. Yeah, and I think... Right now, I, there's only 
6,000 I, I would venture to say that's what that meant. Which is about 10 episodes of Raw. Yeah. At least that's what it feels like. <laughs> if you want to know what WWE's official take on, is on why they won't suspend Brock Lesnar, here it is. WWE's talent wellness program does not apply to part-time performers such as Brock Lesnar. Well, The Rock. Yeah, no shit, eh? <laughs> <laughs> between the lines of that fucking thing, that's awesome. Good call. Because I, I when I put that there, I didn't even think about that. But while Joe was reading it, the exact same thing. I'm like, yeah. yo, raise that eyebrow, motherfucker. <laughs> in his oh, steroids in that thing too. In his appearance on the MMA Hour this week, Mark Hunt did not hold back on his opinion of Brock Lesnar. You didn't get me. Didn't get me, fucker. Before the fight. Before the fight, I was assuming he was cheating. Look at him. There's no way that guy makes 265 pounds. That guy is a gimp. He's sticking needles in his ass like the rest of these cheaters. And the thing about that is, he's sitting here saying, this is a fair place. Well, it's not fair. These guys are cheating, and they should be in court for it. They should lose all their money if they're cheating, because if I die in there, who's going to look after my family? That's corrupt shit, man. These motherfuckers should be penalized hard. Dirty, scummy, cheating, dirty, scummy, cheating scum. That's how this mo- that's how that monkey won his world title. He didn't do it by doing it clean. He did it by cheating, just like the rest of these cheaters. <laughs> the best part is I didn't touch that. I know. <laughs> I, I believe that's what he said. Yeah, uh, I, I, I kind of, I mean, I kind of sympathize with the guy if this is legit. Oh, we don't know. It's still... I just hope yeah. it really, it somehow it turns out that Mike Hunt was cheating. <laughs> After all this time, Hunt was yeah, that would be awesome it. too. <laughs> Video game nerds untie WWE 2K16 <laughs> will be available for free on Xbox One from August 16 to September 15 as part of their Games with Gold promotion. Yes. So yes, if if yes. you if you're like me and you already own that game, now is a good time to trade it in towards 2K17. Uh, well. It, it... Look, I'm just going to toss this out there. If you if you have a PS4, don't panic. These guys generally put the same titles out within a couple months of each other, so I'm sure I'll get it too. Yeah. Um, it was free for like a weekend not too long ago, but that was only a weekend. Well, this, now, is, yeah. this is free to own. Yep. It's a pretty big download too. I think it was like 44 gigabytes. Yeah. I, yeah, I think I, I yeah. probably went over my cap this month. I did play it um, twice. I didn't. I I didn't spend much time with it. I I got nothing for you know nothing against it. I just wasn't that interested. But hey, man, if you like free games, so that's pretty cool. I think I'm gonna go trade in my copy like right now. Well, not right Fuck now, it. but might as well. You're gonna get it free in like a week and a half. Get it free in a week and a half. So then I I have it, and then I can put whatever I get for sixteen towards seventeen. There you go. Uh, yeah, so... I, I get on that right away because those, those values go down. So oh, no, I, I know that. That's why I'm probably going to go out tomorrow and do it. Uh, Alexa Bliss. This is from uh, P4NKTP uh, reports this. Uh, Alexa Bliss is 100% cheating on her boyfriend with Seth Rollins. Here's why. Bliss is a woman. Rollins is a man. I saw them in a photo together. They're obviously fucking... Well, it is Seth Rollins. True. <laughs> Kneel before Jesus. 
<laughs> Jeff Hardy suffered a stinger in his match with Congo Kong and Willie Mack at the Gathering of the Juggalos, the same match where he was acting strange and threw a whole bunch of things in the ring and destroyed them himself. Jeff Hardy tries to explain his bizarre JCW behavior. I finished the match with a frustrated breakdown where I was trying to break a ladder, break tables. Many people hadn't seen that, so naturally people are wondering what the hell is wrong with Jeff Hardy. Oh my god, he's off the wagon and this and that. It was nothing like that. Motherfuckers need to realize I got deleted. I don't exist. Now I'm going to make this big bag of meth disappear. Sorry. I'm just going to delete some. Jeff Hardy knows. Jeff Hardy knows how he wants to end his career. Man, I want to swanton off the top of the cell onto the commentary table. Then I want to climb the cell, cut the fucking cage when Taker's back in the ring and swanton through the cage, miss, and then tombstone one, two, three. But that would assume that Undertaker wants, one, to work with Jeff Hardy, and two, wants to work in general. And three, will be alive when Jeff Hardy's welcomed back into WWE. Yeah, right. Uh, ZZ Lupe from Tough Enough fame was reportedly released from his WWE developmental contract. No. That picture is all you need to know. It took me like half a week to realize that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> NXT just... News. Go ahead. I... Did this actually happen or what? Yeah, he was actually released. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think he meant That's the picture. I meant. Oh, uh, yes. I believe it did. Good God. Good God. Well, is that like a, what is that, a tiger? A white tiger necklace on his fucking chest? Uh, no, he has an alli- he has an alligator tooth necklace because he killed an alligator with his bare hands or some shit. But in the photo, what's that fucking thing sticking out of the... Oh, that is a teddy bear from the looks of it. Something like that. The fuck? I know, right? Like, the first thing you look at this picture and you're like, what is he wearing? But when you... Now that's all I see is that fucking thing in his chest. <laughs> that is personal little Quato or something? Get your to Mars. It looks like a beanie baby of some sort. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Bobby Roode makes his... Hoping, sorry, I was just hoping Mark Because he watched the show and... and yeah. I'm, I'm ignorant, so I don't fucking know. I really don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. Bobby Roode makes his NXT in-ring debut next week, and Hideo Itami returns on NXT in two weeks. Nice. Lucha Underground is already planning a season four with the apparent goal in mind of reaching a minimum 100 TV episodes, the amount that TV outlets usually want when a show is being sold in syndication. Season three of Lucha Underground debuts September 7th on El Rey with 40 episodes. That is just over a month away. Yeah, longest season ever that they've had. The other one was 39, wasn't it? Like one or something. Yeah, they think beat so. by, but... But the, the, the most important part of the story, though, for this business here is, is a syndication, though. Because then the, now they can license their show to other networks a lot more easier. Certainly. Which can and help I, them a lot. So. For me, I'm just, a, I'm just happy I only have to wait another month and uh, a month and a week for more Lucha Underground. That also really puts to bed all the criticisms about the end of Season 2. Yeah, because That's now like, we can jump right into like Season 3. a year. Yeah, you're only waiting a month, a month and a half, maybe, for season three to start after season two and get the answers to what was going on. Well, 
kind of, but there really wasn't enough. There really were no cliffhangers except for Dario and the in the padded uh, van there, dude. Like yeah, that that's the one criticism it doesn't put to rest at all. Like I said last week, I enjoyed the show. I'm not plan on continuing watching it. It's my favorite of the bunch, but. Well, I mean, like I said, September 7th, you're probably going to start getting answers to that. And I say start well, because... I didn't get any questions. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. That, that's kind of my criticism, is the, is the unfortunate uh, comparable to the, the end of first season, which had such a, an amazing right. final bit, you know, that five minute with all the characters. And, yeah. Eh, I, you know, I don't think I'm nitpicking here. I think that was really one of the charms of that show. And it's, you know, yeah, we'll it's, see. It's maybe... oh, go ahead, Mark. As I say, it's a fair criticism. It did, it it enclosed it perfectly. It was just awesome. And then, yeah, season two happened. <laughs> they put an expectation there, and so you don't get it. It's easy to be like, oh, really? Nah. Yeah, I get you. Uh, I I want to see Arrow start take off and fucking planet and shit. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Give me at least something like that. Right. Uh, depending on which version of the Sin Cara versus Simon Gotch fight and catering you get, Sin Cara either knocked Simon Gotch down with a punch or decked him with a fastball to the face in the form of an unopened soda can. Either way, no disciplinary action was handed down to Sin Cara, and the word is that Simon Gotch has a big mouth and rubs a lot of people the wrong way, not just Sin Cara. Free hand drops backstage! That's what it sounds like to me! Uh, Road Warrior Animal is not a Sasha Banks fan. How much does WWE pay Muscle and Fitness to put their own on the cover? Common Sasha Banks, another attempt to, uh, to shove someone down people's throats. Let them get over themselves. How about that? Uh, let them get over themselves. How about that? Get real. By the way, did you know I'm suing WWE? <laughs> that's true. These bitter old fucks, man. Co- getting main- a lot of mainstream press to that story to go back to it. I nothing yeah. in the notes about it this week, but right. there was a little... I wonder if ESPN's covering it. Cody Rhodes will have a fight scene with Stephen Amell on Arrow. That's cool. More power to Rhodes, man. Yes. Uh, Booker T says his devastating finishing move, the Spinneroonie, is now retired. No. Devastating. No one ever gets up after that. Yeah. The six-episode spin-off Total Bellas will unfortunately start airing October 5th at 8 p.m. Eastern. The following show description was sent to BWF Radio Office, i.e. Joe's Cardboard Box. This is where I'm operating out of, folks. Cardboard Box. Anyway. Although these twins share the same genes, they will never share the same genes as living together was more tolerable when they died in the womb. From a gritty, smoke-filled industrial town in Birmingham, England, Judas Priest was formed. At that moment, metal was born. The cinematic stage presence of Judas Priest has entertained millions all over the world. Bang your mom to over four decades of metal mayhem with Judas, when Judas Priest takes the stage August 14th to proclaim their legacy as true metal gods. The free-spirited, vegan-loving, live-and-let-live lifestyle of Bree and Brian has always clashed with the fancy panache of designer handjob-loving Nikki and the meticulously organized tendencies of Big Johnny and his people powers. Sunday, 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 get ready, Raleigh, for the biggest monster truck rally of the year. Excuse me. Hold on. This Sunday, Dorton Arena is going to explode. (laughs) 
When two of the biggest monster truck rivals go head-to-head, Gravedigger versus The Punisher. It's twisted metal action from 7pm to 10pm. And kids, we haven't forgotten about you. Watch as we heat things up in the arena of fire as Big Bird versus Elmo in the exclusive Sesame Street Wrestling Tournament. This docu-series will follow the odd couple relationships of these eccentric WWE superstars as Bree does her best to nurse not only Nikki, but John and Daniel back to health. Their bodies intertwined as one, and from the beauty of Morocco to the French Riviera to snorkeling in the the Galapagos, John and Daniel made glorious gay love to each other on six of the seven continents. With Nikki's recent neck surgery, Bree's thankful retirement, and Daniel's bullshit retirement from WWE, and John's rising profile in Hollywood, fans will get a fabricated, ugly gawk into how these dynamic dudes juggle their tits and prepare for sodomy. April's jamming, and ABC's got the stuff, with special episodes of all your favorite series, like Coach, Roseanne, and Home Improvement, plus a great lineup of all your favorite blockbuster movies, all right here on ABC. Watch something else. Total Bellas is going to fucking suck. <laughs> that all came straight from E. I can't make this up. That uh, like it's the press release I got. You guys are laughing. I'm serious. Patience is a virtue. Guys, I mean, uh, that's just as serious as uh, as T Mac running for president. I know, right? <laughs> oh. All right, let's see. Oh, that was the most fun I've had all day. Land of a thousand G's. I can't piss behind a dumpster because of Pokemon Go. I don't think I've ever been this upset. That actually came from Pokemon Go Fuck Yourself subreddit, and uh, that's awesome. I hope that one's real. <laughs> Alright, bad news, guys. Corey, literally Heenan Graves, didn't let me suck his dick. <laughs> I'm a grown man who cries over fake fighting. Ask me anything. <laughs> Paige needs a new gimmick. One where she dates a 35-year-old fat virgin from Texas. She's unemployed and spends all day bitching about Roman Reigns on the internet, but still f- makes time to love her unconditionally. <laughs> Good times. <sighs> Good times. Well, Alberto Del Rio is about that old, and he's from Mexico, which is close enough. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Anybody have anything they want to add? I don't think we can talk. <laughs> All right, in that case, then. Uh, I am at Think So Joe for at G of the Internet, at Random Redhead, at Mark underscore Noise, at El Generico. We are at Board Wrestling Fan. That's Board Wrestling Fan without vowels. Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. You can listen to this podcast every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern right here on Board Wrestling Fan.com or on our Facebook page. If you can't listen live, you can download us afterwards on iTunes, Stitcher, CheapHeat.com, Blueberry, and wherever podcasts are sold. We'll see you next week. In fact, we'll see you next Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yep. Fuck it.
Might be Nobody? Yes. Uh-huh. 